I'm going to slowly back away <laughs> digitally over the phone. And I'm not going to make eye contact. And I'm just going to wave. Yeah. Holy shit. Girl. All right, we're good to go. This is How Not to Die. I'm Anna. I'm Betsy. We're trying to teach you the ways of how not to die. <laughs> and this week we're doing it over the phone because I'm currently trying not to die from overwork and exhaustion. And Betsy's trying not to die from stomach pains. I got just this. like to say that we love our fans so much Dude. that we were willing to figure this out. I don't know if there is many people listening or anything or whatever. I don't really care, even if it's just one person. But if you like the podcast, just liking a photo or commenting on it or whatever on like our Instagram or liking a TikTok or commenting on it, it gives us so much joy. And it's, I don't know, it's just really nice. We hit 50 followers today on TikTok. And it was like straight euphoria for me. <laughs> You're really good at TikTok. I mean, currently we don't have a Patreon. Currently we don't have a shop. Currently we don't have advertisements. We just want your love. Yes. <laughs> Tell yes. us to a friend. We are two very fucked up homeschool girls who need validation so hardcore. <laughs> Uh, I was talking to my therapist and I was like, I don't know why I feel like that everything I do is like wrong or whatever. And she's like, you have a super ego. And I was like, excuse me. And she's like, no, it's not. She's like, it's not, it's not like a bad, like ego thing. She's like, it's, it means that like you, you have this internal voice that just takes over. And I was like, oh my gosh. So appease my super ego. So then I don't have to do any inner work this week and just like and comment and follow and whatever it's kind of ridiculous how like people who i don't know who are like complete strangers know so much about me just through this podcast because i don't have a fucking filter you know what i'm okay with that though that's what makes it good like see for me when we started this i was kind of having what's it called imposter syndrome because i'm like oh there are a ton of other true crime podcasts there are a ton of other like paranormal podcasts. Like, how are we going to stand out and how are we going to do this and how are we going to do that? And then I was like, you know what? I freaking love Betsy and I's friendship and we have really good conversations together. So I don't really give a shit if anyone else enjoys it. And I fall in love with podcasts because of the people, not because of the content. Like my favorite part of podcasts is usually like the opening and like the conversation in between the stories. This week... We are covering literally how not to die. Betsy, do you want to take it away? Yes. When I was thinking about, you know, 
what would I cover with how not to die? I was thinking about how to survive a stabbing. I've watched so many crime documentaries, like TV shows. I mean, come on, Criminal Minds. Are you kidding me? I haven't seen that. Am I out of the loop? You've never seen Criminal Minds. No. How are we even friends? I prefer real things like the X-Files, Betsy. We've talked about this. That's true, but, like, I need you to be obsessed with Derek Morgan and Spencer Reed. Wait, am I going to fall in love with them? You'll probably fall in love with Derek Morgan because you don't really like geeky guys. I don't know if I can deal with falling in love with another fictional character. My my dance card is full. <laughs> I oh, am out of commission. You have to fall in love with the fictional character that I'm writing. <laughs> I need to read that new chapter. Ugh. See, this is the problem with Betsy is she'll write one chapter at a time and then I'll yeah. read it in like five seconds and I'll be like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, please give me another chapter. And she's like, I can't. I'm busy. I have a child I'm raising. And I'm like, no, leave your child. She will be you fine know, and Anna, come right. I get that laptop you've been promising me, I would. Oh, my gosh. I. <laughs> You're so easy to please. I wrote this thing where, like, he just puts his hand on her waist and she was and Anna was like freaking out over it. I'm homeschooled. That literally is the same. As, like, missionary position, okay? Like, that. <laughs> Where's the lie, though? <laughs> have you seen on the app how many people have listened to the podcast? We published through Anchor, which, if you're going to start a podcast, is really cool. Total listens, I think we're in the 80s or 90s now. Total. Fuck? Holy shit! <laughs> Dude. My ego! So, do we want to jump into how not to die from a stabbing? Should I get this manual? Oh, you know what? We never told that story on the podcast, but oh well. Should I give this what? manual to your brother? Give it to my brother? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> shenanigans oh no your brother actually got oh my gosh now i feel bad jeez oh you're fine <laughs> or no he didn't get stabbed what am i thinking he got shot what yeah how do i not know about this it was like a while ago oh my gosh i feel like that when you have like six or more siblings something traumatic is always happening to at least one of them you know well, what I mean? I got stabbed. You got stabbed? Me in the hand. <laughs> and I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. And if it had been any deeper, I would have lost feeling in half of my hand. <laughs> and I can't compute this. I still have the scar from the stabbing, so I'll show you next time I see you. It, like, gushed blood out and everything. It was, like, horrifying. Jeez, Louise. Okay, so do you want to tell us how to survive a stabbing now that we know that yeah. you actually might need it in your life? 
Like you personally, not just like you as a general term, like you, like, are you okay? Okay. You need that. I'm good. (laughs) I just wanted to go over some statistics. Stabbings are not super common, um, or at least people die of stabbings. Okay. It's not super common. So I looked up statistics of not like the number of stabbings, but the number of people who have died. Mm-hmm. by stabbings and in 2020 there was 1,739 people who died from knives or cutting instruments I thought you just said that they can't die my hopes were so high you can totally die from being stabbed I found most of my stuff from urbanfitandfearless.com there was kind of an interesting thing That's helpful. That's really helpful. Right. So as soon as you see someone pull out a knife, run. Like, and most people, I guess, miss, like, mess that up. Instead of running, they try to actively stop it Mm -hmm. from happening. And so basically, this, like, whole stab wound, um, first aid thing basically said that, like, if you don't run first, Mm-hmm. And this is what you have to know mm-hmm. because you will be stabbed. Because it, it, there's not a lot of ways to actually stop it mm-hmm. from happening. If you can't run away, be prepared if you're going to get stabbed because there's not really any good way to stop it. Which is kind of like horrifying. Wait, okay. So there's no way to stop a stabbing if it's going to happen? Not- yeah, not really. Like, basically, if you know how to do all of the, like, crazy self-defense moves, then, yeah, maybe you can disarm somebody with a knife. But, like, nine times out of ten, if you don't run away, if you try to stand there and stop it, you will be stabbed. Oh, my gosh. So, the big emphasis for stop was... Don't stand there. Don't try to stop it. Don't try to defend yourself. Run away as fast as you can. But what if I don't like running? Well, you're going to like running a lot more than getting stabbed. (laughs) I don't know. It depends. (laughs) What mood am I in? The number one thing is that if you are stabbed with, like, a knife or screwdrivers or something like that, it's still in Mm-hmm. Don't take it out because having something impaled into you creates like a vacuum, and mm-hmm. when you pull it out, it's like cutting into a It's going to like leak blood out. So I think that's how Steve Irwin died. I think he got stabbed by a stingray. His like immediate reaction, which is totally understandable, was pulling it out, and then he passed away it's so much easier to remember all of this stuff for somebody else who's being stabbed mm-hmm. like if you were with someone and they were stabbed but being a person who's getting stabbed your adrenaline is running you you know are trying to figure out what to do put pressure on a wound call 911 oh okay 
and lay down on your left side. That's cool. It's better to be on your left side, especially if you lose consciousness. Uh-huh. Especially if there's, like, spurting blood. Mm-hmm. You need to, like, keep applying pressure because it could mean that your lung might collapse, and that's not a failure. Yeah, no. Well, and I think the reason why they have you lay on your left side is because your heart is on, like, it's not centered in the middle of your rib cage. I think it's to the left. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. Maybe. Yeah, it might. If you get certain arteries that are needing, it will be, like, super heavy at first. Then after losing a third of your blood, Mm -hmm. which would take, like, 30 seconds to admit. Whoa, Um, that quick? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The human body does not have a lot of blood in it. Well, that's why women lose their minds when they're on their periods. <laughs> right, yeah. Seriously. Hence why there's not, me. There's not very much blood in the human body. Oh my gosh. It's just constantly being circulated. You know, not that you say that, it makes total sense, but for some reason, I thought there was like a five-gallon bucket of blood in me. But now that you no. say that, and I'm thinking about all the little veins and arteries and whatever... Yeah, there's not a lot of room. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. After, like, one minute, if that femoral artery was suffered, you would, your blood pressure would drop, and you'd pass out. And then after, like, three minutes, you would go irreversible shock due to the loss of blood. And then you would die. Well, I guess we're just not going to put that on the itinerary, are we? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Right. So... If you get cut into an artery, mm-hmm. you better be applying a lot of pressure to it because yeah. otherwise you're fucked. Yeah. That's crazy that you can lose that much within a minute or 30 seconds. And an- another thing, too, is, like, to check yourself mm-hmm. for stab wounds because one of the interesting things is that most people, or not most people, but, like, quite often people will get stabbed and mm-hmm. they don't even realize it. The fascination of Empress Elizabeth of Austria. In September of 1898, she was stabbed by an Italian anarchist, uh, Luigi Luceni. Okay. That he was like passing her double. Any movement with his hand as if he was like wanting to maintain his balance. Uh huh. But in reality, he stabbed the Empress with a hundred millimeter sharpened needle file oh my gosh yeah and then she collapsed when he struck her but she was helped to her feet and managed to walk a hundred meters to a boat that she was about to board uh-huh. um and then she lost consciousness and so they cut her corset open because that was, like, a very common thing, like, a painting yeah. you couldn't breathe. And her court lady saw a small brown stain above her left breast, and she was rushed, rushed to the hospital, and she died 30 minutes later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And basically, the file had penetrated 85 millimeters into her thorax, fractured pierced the lung and penetrated the heart from the top before coming out of the base of the left 
ventricle. So the thing hit everything. And she didn't even, like, know it. I mean, it's a bit brilliant, but that's terrifying. Yeah. I think there was, like, a Sherlock Holmes, like, a Sherlock, uh, the BBC series. I think there was an episode that someone would kill someone using that technique. They would go stab guards that were in uniform, and because they had such tight belts. I wonder if they would have left her in her corset if she would have lived. Well, so basically the autopsy showed that um, because it was so sharp and thin, the wound was very narrow, and due to the pressure of the corset, the hemorrhage of blood into the sac around her heart was slowed to near drops. So until the sac filled, the beating of her heart was not impeded. Oh, okay. So it, it still, that's why she fainted. Mm-hmm. Even with the corset on, she would have still died just because piercing the heart is huge. Definitely slowed it down enough to where she didn't notice or feel it or... Yeah. Yeah. Some uh, facts about stabbing is that they most commonly happen in very close, like, semi-closed environments. Mm-hmm. Um, the person is always within three feet of the victim. Okay. And they usually don't bring the knife out ahead of time. So it's very hard to catch it. So it's like, so it's not like, um, West Side Story. (laughs) Right. It's not like Scream. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Where the person has, like, the knife and they're chasing the person around. Yeah. I love how you reference, like, a horror and I reference a musical. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Anyway. So usually, and this is where it gets kind of morbid, the aggressor will latch onto the victim with their free hand, and they will stab with their main hand at a rate of one to two thrusts per second. So that's like oh five my goodness. times in five seconds. And most wounds are inflicted to the left side of the victim. So abdomen, lungs. That would make sense because most people are right-handed. Right, exactly. That's crazy. You think that, like, evolutionary-wise, we would evolve to have the heart on the other side? Like, wouldn't that make sense? You know what I'm saying? I don't think you can really... I don't know. I don't know if that would be even possible. Well, because I feel like people... Okay, like, say, like, you're in a war, and there's one guy who has a heart on the left side, and then there's one guy who has a heart, like, off-center. The guy who has a heart on the left side gets stabbed, and he dies. The other guy gets stabbed, and he lives. And then he has a kid that also has a heart that's off-centered. And then... Yeah, and then just, like, eventually, throughout the generations, just works its way over. Maybe that's why they were, like, heroes. Maybe instead of, like, mythical powers or whatever that they had, maybe they just had the heart on the other side of their body. There you go, maybe. Maybe Achilles... Maybe Achilles' heel was really, um, a heart. Maybe he had his heart in his foot, so. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, another creepy thing, and this is this mostly has to do about murder as a whole, but most of the time, if you're gonna get murdered, um, and usually someone who's stabbing you is stabbing with the intent to murder, I would yeah. feel like. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, if you're going to be murdered, you're going to get murdered by someone close to you, and. Most of the time, if you're in a relationship, it is your partner. Well, I mean, that makes sense to me because we constantly talk about killing Jeremy. Um, no, that just... is so true, yeah. <laughs> and stabbing is far more personal. Yeah. Shooting. So if someone is stabbing you, either they are like really, really fucked up psycho killer mm-hmm. or they have a deep deep vendetta against you yeah no i remember that because like when i listen to different yeah that's been referenced several times in different podcasts and shows and stuff that it's like oh it's a stabbing so they usually stabbed the other person because they either felt this way toward certain gender or they didn't like this person or whatever yeah i would agree And the cases where people have been stabbed, like, over 50 times, that's when you know it was, like, a true crime of passion because Mm -hmm. stabbing someone takes a lot of force, Mm -hmm. a lot of energy, and a lot of willpower. So to stab someone even over, like, five times is exhausting. No, I, I, yeah, that, mm, mm -mm -mm. that's, like, one of those things where you, like, I mean, obviously, it's a different situation, but you know, like, when you say something or you do something and you're like, oh, shit, I can never take that back? Right. That's, like, I don't know. And maybe that's just because I'm not a murderer <laughs> that I feel that way, but I'm like, that would be the worst thing ever to commit something that heinous and then be like, oh, shit. Right. Like, honestly. Like, Let me get a band-aid for you, sir. Yeah, it's like... The, the the meme of the, the guy with the arrow in its eye and the other guy's like, shh, shh don't tell mom. Right. <laughs> so, in conclusion, don't try to fight off a stabber. Run as fast as you can. If you do get stabbed, put pressure on it. Call 911 and lay on the ground on your left side. On your left side. And that is how you don't die. Yay! I love it. That was great. Thank you. Thank you for looking that up. I will now survive everything. So this was How Not to Die. And you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at How Not To Die Pod or How Not To Die Podcast. Yes, please follow our uh, different profiles, like, comment, share to a friend, especially if you're worried about their likelihood of surviving a stabbing. Or maybe send it to someone who you're a little bit mad at so they get freaked out. Yes, it's always good to <laughs> Give give them an instruction manual. Anyway. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Try not to die. Yes. Alright. Bye.
What the 